Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. I thank you for tuning in. And um, man, it is uh, what's today's date? May sixteenth, seventeenth, something like that. And uh, May seventeenth, and I'm standing on my front porch with a coat on and a and a fleece hat. It's cold. 64 degrees. But anyway, so I had a urge today to read Samuel. uh, 1 Samuel. And you know I've talked about uh, talked about the connecting with God and honesty with God. And I've talked many, many times about God hearing us, God speaking to us, about us hearing God, and how we are not attuned. And you know, I, I think this First Samuel 3 really speaks to the... Uh, to the the United States and the way we are today with God I think it's uh, it really it really applies um, and I've talked before like I said about you hearing God do you hear God do you speak to God do you pray to God do you hear the Everybody says the still small voice of God. Um, but God speaks; He speaks in audible words. Um, do you listen? Do you dismiss? Do you shrug your shoulders and blow it off and say, "I ain't got time for this." Um, you know, you may go your whole life and never hear God, and you may go your whole life and hear Him way more than you ever thought you would. I've talked before about being attuned with God. Are you attuned? Are you in the Word? Do you do you read the Bible? Do you hear when Yahweh speaks to you? So today I'm using my Jerusalem Bible, and you know, I, it's more in the historical line of the names of God and all the many words in there. It's, it's I just find it very mesmerizing i guess you might say but yahweh is a is the name of god in the bible that the hebrew people would not say his name because they were afraid of saying his name wrong and being accused and accounted for blasphemy and being struck down by god 
It's in Exodus 27. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. And Leviticus 24.16 says, Anyone who blasphemies, blasphemies the name of the Lord is to be put to death. The entire assembly must stone them, whether foreigners or native-born. When they blaspheme the name, they are to be put to death. Um, I didn't even look, but let me look up this verse in Leviticus 24.16, and I guarantee you it uses Yahweh... 24.16 Any man who curses his God shall bear the burden of his fault. The one who blasphemies the name of Yahweh must die. The whole community must stone him, stranger or native. If he blasphemies the name, he dies. Yahweh is... um, It's, I guess you could say it's the holiest name of God there is. And it means He is. Yahweh means He is. And um, it's translated to Lord in most of the Bible, you know, where we see it. When you see Lord, it's Yahweh. Um, and... The theological significance of the name, it is a perpetual testimony to his faithfulness and his promises to us. What that means is that God is, he is always present with his people to save, to help, to deliver, to redeem, to bless, to keep, and to keep the covenant he has with us. says that uh, the Greek name Jesus means Yahweh saves. How about that? Jesus means Yahweh saves. So God is speaking to us in His name itself, in His Word, whether or not we hear him we can read him right and that's why we should be in his word so that we can read read and be there all the time ginger sorry dog getting carried away so anyway let me read let me read samuel first samuel you so you'll get an understanding of God speaking to you now the boy Samuel was ministering to Yahweh in the presence of Eli now Eli was a great prophet of the day 
And it was rare for Yahweh to speak in those days. Visions were uncommon. One day, it happened that Eli was lying down in his room. His eyes were beginning to grow dim. He could no longer see. He was going blind. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying in the sanctuary of Yahweh where the ark of God was. When Yahweh called Samuel, Samuel, he answered, Here I am. Then he ran to Eli and says, Here I am since you called me. Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. And once again, Yahweh called Samuel, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am since you called me. He replied, I did not call you, my son. Go back and lie down. Samuel had as yet no knowledge of Yahweh, and the word of Yahweh had not been revealed to him. Once again, Yahweh called a third time. He got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am since you called me. Eli then understood that it was Yahweh who was calling the boy. And he said to Samuel, Go and lie down. And if someone calls, say, Speak, Yahweh, your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Yahweh then came and stood by, calling as he had done before, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, Speak, Yahweh, your servant is listening. Then Yahweh said to Samuel, I am about to do such a thing in Israel as will make the ears of all who hear it ring. So, Yahweh came and stood in the room with him. We don't... It was dark. We don't know the circumstances or whatever was going on, but he went and stood in the room. Can you imagine being in the room? Can you imagine God coming and speak, calling your name? Three different times he called your name. Samuel was a young man who didn't know about God, who didn't know about... He said that Yahweh had not been heard of in the land for some years. Well, people... <laughs> I hate to be the one to tell you that he ain't been heard in a lot of places in America in years either. Definitely, I don't believe he's been heard in Washington, D.C. In my New King James translation, it says, And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. <coughs> Excuse me. It's pretty much what's going on here. The Lord, the word of the Lord is rare. You have people preaching. 
But I don't know that they have God in their sermons. It's um, it's disheartening, heartbreaking, especially when you have the passion, like some of us do, that we preach and we pray and we read our Bible and oh man, just to hear the word of the Lord puts a smile on our hearts. I mean, yeah. I've heard it. I've had him speak to me several times. Um, I'm getting closer and closer. But you know, it's. I wish sometimes it's like we could sit down at a table and talk and just tell me about things and teach me and share your dreams and visions with me. But I know that's not going to happen on this side of heaven. Um, I guess you got to be careful about the things you wish for. and I guess maybe I keep asking to speak to the Lord. He might call me home one day and say, Well, you want to talk to me? Here I am. <laughs> well, Lord, I didn't mean come right away. I wanted you to kind of come meet me in my place. But you know, there's an old saying about the prayers you an- he answers might not be the way you wanted it answered, right? But are you in God's Word? Are you trusting that the Lord is answering you, speaking to you, be it in the direction in your life, in your job, in your church, how your prayers are answered or not answered, or what you think they're not answered, but it's just not the answer you want. Are you being obedient to God? Are you listening for His answers? You know, it's, man, I just can't, can you imagine, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like with the apostles to be walking with Jesus every day, walking with God himself, learning, being taught instructed by God can you imagine I mean if you could go back in time if you could go back to one place where would you go I've heard people say I'd love to go back to when Jesus was 12 so they could hear him teaching in the temple others would like to go back to the baptism Uh, some would like to go to the foot of the cross the day he died. I think that would be that would be my wish to go to the foot of the cross the day he died. 
I don't know. Do you... Do you have somebody that's in your life that you really wish you could just have a conversation with, you miss them, or heck, it could even be living with you and you're just like, talk to me sometime, you know? Your spouse or whatever, your children are not communicating. And imagine that struggle. I mean, they're here and they're real and they're right in front of you. The ones that are alive are not thinking about somebody who's gone. And you sh the struggle is that you can't get much conversation out of them. And those of us that have lost people, I mean, you think that, you think back, you would love to have that person here one more time to have a conversation with, uh, say you love them and hug them. And... Man, it's the, it's the same with me and the Lord, you know? It's like, it's like my wife writing me love letters and I'm reading them and reading them and I get to meet her, you know? I get to hold her, I get to kiss her and... You know, those letters became real. And it's the same with the letters from God, His Bible. It's like the more I read, the, the more you want, the more you want real, the more you want to talk, the more you want to get immersed in God. I'm sorry if I sound crazy but you know the more you're in the word the more you want the word the more you want to be around God the more you want to hear what he says the more you want to have him in your life and it's like that definition I said um, he is right he is everything to me he is the one who loves us He is the one who saves us. He is our help. He is our deliverer. He is our redeemer. He is blessed. He is our blesser. And He keeps our covenants. You know... If I fix liver, and I love liver, and you have to be fed by me, and you're like, Chip, I don't like liver. I got to have something else. But if you're starving, You become to love liver. You'll love the food that keeps you alive. And you know, that's the way I feel about the Bible. Jesus said, My will is to, my, my food is to do the will of the Father who sent me. 
that's me, you know? I mean, I wonder if I cut it up in pages and ate it, if it, if you could absorb it. <laughs> oh, man. Just the more you eat, the more you want. The more you read it, the more you want it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you know, that is my wish for everyone. It's my wife's wish before she died that all the lost people could get to know Jesus. And that's my wish. That's my my eagerness, my desire, my passion is to share the gospel with people. Talk about Jesus and hope and love that you can have the same hungry desire for the Word of God that I have. Because you know what? There's a whole bunch of empty seats in heaven. And there's standing room only in hell. And I'd rather you be sitting beside of me for eternity than to be standing somewhere crowded and hurting and in pain and going, man, you know, I I should have listened to that old chip. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening to my tirades and ramblings. And I truly, seriously pray that the Lord would bless you and keep you, that He would open your eyes and open your heart and that he keeps you safe and keeps your family safe. And that you keep in the word and find that happy place. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless you.